with a look back over the weekend sport action. This is Full Time on KCLR. Yes, and a very good evening to you all on this Monday, the 27th of March. Welcome to Full Time with myself, Martin Quilty, here from the KCLR studios in Kilkenny. The Dinner's Ready text and WhatsApp line is available to you as always. It's 083-306-9696. We'd love to hear some of your comments on anything in tonight's show, which is going to be a busy one because we're going to start off with rugby. And we're going to join Johnny Tobin, uh, who was with Brendan Hennessy doing the Tullows game with Kildara at the weekend. Um, what a win it was for the Carlo men. We'll have two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronan with us later on as well. He'll be going over the victory against Cork that was on yesterday. Brian Dowling on Kakenny's win will be joining me on the phone and they beat Tipperary uh, over the weekend with the Camogie. And Willie Quinlan will finish things off on the Carlo front as they were defeated, that is Carlo, the footballers against Wexford down in Chadwick's Wexford Park on a Saturday. And we'll also have a sports roundup as well coming on later in the show. But first off, we are going to be joined by a great rugby man himself. And he's very happy, I'd say, this evening. Johnny Tobin, how are you this evening, good sir? Too bad, Martin, yourself? Ah, sure. I cannot complain at all on this Monday. What a fantastic week it has been for Tullow Rugby Club. They are now promoted to the Division 1A after being crowned Division 1B Leinster League champions over the weekend with a comprehensive 46-14 bonus point try win over Kildara, away to Kildara as well. Great day for the club, Johnny, and you must be a happy man as well. Uh, happy, yeah, very happy now, to be fair. It's been 10 years since we got promotion the last time. Um, and we've been sitting, puddling away at the door there of promotion in and out over the last 10 years with Division 1B. So it's been a good, uh, it's been a good year all around. Um, I suppose the result yesterday does flatter the game. 46-14 sounds like it was an easy day at the office. Well, that by no means. They were very, very good. We just got a couple of rubs in the green when they presented themselves to us and we took them and Look, we, we left it off with a chance and we made sure that we got to win. To win is all we needed. We obviously got the bonus point to put it out of our way. And then obviously our fellow county men done us a good favour and beat Wicklow yesterday as well. So it really took a lot of pressure off us that we could we could sit back then as we knew the results back again. But um, incredible day for the club, incredible scenes yesterday in Kildare Rugby Club with the support that was following the, the, the lads. Um, just just a, a great time to be involved in the rugby club, I suppose. I suppose, as you said, it is a while since you were in the Division 1A. In a way, it's kind of bittersweet for us down this direction because it is replacing Kilkenny, who dropped down to the Division 1B. But nevertheless, it's certainly going to be a, a challenge potentially next year, Johnny, but one that Tolo is going to relish. Uh, they're now in Division 1A and a chance of getting into that all-elusive uh, league at the top where everybody really wants to be there. They still are in a chance next year. Yeah, like we, we, I suppose the last time we went up, we didn't, we didn't do ourselves justice. I suppose we didn't with the, with the quality of player we had. I think it was maybe an odd experience. I remember well, 2014-15 season. I remember we went up to play Wanderers in the Aviva, and we topped out in the Aviva. I think the lads were more star stood about the Aviva dressing rooms and what was going on. We went out and we got pumped. I think 50, 57-6 or 57-5. I think it was. And um, so we didn't, we probably didn't mentally prepare ourselves as well as we should have for Division 1A la- the last time around. But that, fortunately for us, has changed, obviously with the impact of Sean there coming in. But the, the work that Morris Logan has, has put in over the last eight years has been immense. 
Um, and it's a credit to him to get that, get us to that promotion and, and where we want to be at. Honestly, like you said, everybody wants to play in the All Ireland League, but for now, for us, um, all focus goes to Carroll obviously in two weeks. But in relation to the league next year, we'll we'll find our feet in it. We'll we'll by no means be uh, be naive to what we're up against and the standard we're up against. But we'll give it a good rattle, and we've we've a lot of good youngsters coming in, we've a lot of good youngsters coming back to the club. Uh, atmosphere is good again out there. There's there was a second team played yesterday. They had like 15 subs on the line. Obviously, you can't use them, but that'll show you the strength and depth that we have at the minute with 20 players over the first and 30 players at the second. So it was very good. Like um, We haven't had that in a long time now. So look, at it. it's, it's all positive out there. Everything's going really, really well. Sean has been a big input. And you, have to, you can't say he hasn't. Um, but Division 1A next year will be a big, big challenge and some big days on the road as well. So we look forward to it. You mentioned the Tolo Tank himself. Obviously, being uh, an international, you know, it's great to have Sean O'Brien on the sideline with you, but you've mentioned a small little bit, but in terms of his engagement being at the top level, playing at international level, obviously he's a great Tolo man as well. How much of a, an important impact had he on your season, uh, having him on the coach and take it? And also now that you're up in Division 1A, how much of an impact will his experience bring to potentially keep me there and progressing all the way up to the top of Division 1A for next year? Ah, well, he's massively influential, like, to be fair. Like, you know, you do, all you have to do is look around and when you see him out there while youngsters are looking to come back to the club with the potential of playing with Sean or even be coached by him is good enough for some of them, you know. Um, his, his knowledge of the game. Sean has a rugby IQ that's probably far superior than most in, in, our, in our, our area, like, so... It's getting that balance right where he understands that the lads in, in his, his group that he's coaching here are not the lads that he's coaching during the week. And that balance has been met correctly throughout the year, which has gone very, very well. Obviously, then he has Morris there to balance, them, balance the, the, the load as well. So it's it's really, really important that obviously the, the coaching team can get on as well with Sean knows his role and focuses on his role because essentially Sean is on the coaching team, but Morris is the man in charge and Morris makes the calls. And that balance has been has been has been met perfectly this year. I feel um, Sean's obviously his his area of expertise, the breakdown, the contact area. I mean, he's made a career out of it, and obviously he's coaching at it now. So that will be a big thing moving forward to next year because we'll want that to be an area we look to target in, in Division One A teams because the speed they play at, they look to go fast, they look to move the ball around, and if we can get in, frustrate them, slow down the ball, and, and Sean's area of expertise will will help there. So look at it. It's brilliant to have him, uh, and every club would would absolutely jump at the opportunity to have someone like him. He's retired from playing professional rugby, and all he wants to do is coach his own club. So, not too many lads have done that. I think Shane Byrne maybe is one of them. He's doing a bit of work in Arsenal. Uh, Tyke Furlong goes down a bit to New Ross, but none at the level Sean is that. Sean is different when it comes to commitment back to his own club. Everything turns now to the Town Provincials Cup uh, with yourselves and Carlo Town meeting in the semi-finals and Kilkenny and your opponents at the weekend Kildara meeting in the other semi-finals so uh, I know you are a Tolo man and you won't really comment on your own game with Carlo potentially um, but how do you see the Kilkenny and Kildara game going because one way or another there's going to be a Carlo team in the Town's Cup final this year yeah, um, look at it. Like, we, we've been very good this year. We've been staying very humble with things going right and wrong. We don't want to talk out turn. We have a big job to do in, in two weeks' time. And we know that. It's going to be no easy task. But 
we'll take that on our board. We celebrated last night. We enjoyed it. We'll get back to training tomorrow night. We'll have a big big week this week, or a light week this week, rather, and a light week next week, just fine-tuning some things. But we, we'll get it right. And sure, let's cup rugby. So on the day, you don't know, like Carlo could have coming off the big, the back of a good big win uh, yesterday. So he'll be confident too. So I think that game will be an exciting game. And then in relation to the Clara Wicker or Clara Kilkenny game, rather, um, I think you'll expect a bounce back from Clara. I don't see them going out into week time um, without a mind frame of giving a good performance. And I think Kilkenny. I know there's a good few lads up from Kilkenny yesterday watching the game, I, I would hope that they wouldn't be going out with the thing of they looked average here, they looked average there against Tullow. That was a very good Tullow performance yesterday, so it was hard for Kilara to get a, a string of phases together. But they have some quality rugby players too. Um, and when they got a string of play together, they, they caused us a lot of hassle. As we said yesterday, myself and Brendan on the radio, they were, they were good, they had their proper patches in the game too. But that will be a good, a good, um, a good challenge. Um, and one I suppose Kilkenny will have to come down to a standard of play and they're going to be playing against next year in 1B. It's very physical, more so than pacey. It's, there's a bit more aggression in the hits. There's there's nothing clean or there's nothing nice about Division 1B rugby. It's very physical and in your face and Kilara are very good at that. So Kilkenny will have to live with that. And obviously their season this year, they haven't been going quite well in the pack. I know they've got a couple of lads back and they've got a few lads back into the back line, but... Kildara have that cohesion. They've been playing together all year, the same 22 great three fellas. Um, I think that would be an interesting clash, to be honest with you. Um, I can see it being a very tight affair as well. I can't see it being a scoreline of like yesterday. No, well, look, congratulations on the win and the promotion yesterday. The very best of luck in the Provincial Towns Cup semi-final in a couple of weeks' time. And hopefully, fingers crossed, Johnny, that we will have uh, well, we will have a Carlo team there, but hopefully that we'll have a Kilkenny team facing off against either Tullow or Carlo, preferably Tullow when it comes to yourselves um, on the yeah. 23rd of April. And we certainly look forward to that. My thanks for joining me again on Full Time this evening. Uh, was listening to yourself and Brendan for part of the way for the game over the weekend and it certainly sounded like a thrilling uh, encounter so well done um, and no doubt we'll be having a chat to you again before the Towns Cup final Yeah cheers Martin yeah the encounter yesterday was thrilling between myself and Brendan the game wasn't bad either to be fair um, but yeah we'll be chatting to you soon sure. hopefully hopefully two weeks time goes well for us we, we, we um We'll chat again then and hopefully I'm sitting on the good side of the fence. Hopefully, yeah. He'll be after brushing up on his rugby before then anyway. Yeah, get him sharper. Exactly. Johnny Tobin, thanks a million and no doubt, as we said earlier, we'll be chatting to you again in the not-so-distant future. Thanks, Martin. All the best. Go on. That was Johnny Tobin there, of course, giving us the rundown for Tullow's promotion win to Division 1A after their victory over Kildara. Now it's time that we turn our attention to Kilkenny Hurling and yesterday we had in UPMC Nolan Park the Alliance Division 1 semi-final where Adrian Ronnie Ronan and Mickey Welsh both two-time All-Ireland winners were on commentary duty for that game and I am delighted that Adrian is joining me on the phone right now. Good evening Ronnie, how are you this evening? Not too bad, Martin. Thanks very much. That's good. As I was just saying, you probably heard it, you were in UPMC Nolan Park yesterday for the league semi-final against Cork. A fantastic spectacle and I suppose 
how would we put this there wasn't much faith from a lot of the Kilkenny folk going into the game that they could beat Cork especially in the performances Cork have put in over the league campaign but they certainly did that and came away with an impressive six point victory tell us how the match went Ron yeah look the conditions were ideal um, to be fair to uh, the groundsmen Kevin and John they had known Park in pristine condition after the week's rain we had so it all uh, was set up for a, a, a very good game and it, it, it lived up to the bill until uh, the sending off of course uh, and the penalty um, that changed the game completely in the last 20 minutes kind of fizzled out even though we didn't put Cork away but uh, we opened up very brightly we were very good from the very outset and um, as we said the goal from Mossy Keown then settled us up at the half time within uh, a point or a goal up at half time won 12 to 12 and then that penalty in by earned by uh, young Billy Drennan and converted by Billy Drennan uh, put daylight between us sending off then upset the game and the Cork were back to 14 uh, men and I suppose we didn't see out the game we weren't ruthless enough maybe to see out the game we won by six points it was nice to win it it was good to win it and yet we still wouldn't be entirely happy with everything I presume and listening to Derek afterwards yeah he was happy but there was plenty of work still to be done uh, when you consider the amount of players that we think we're still missing and that have to come back in uh, so to be in a league final uh, in your first season at the Kilkenny senior manager after coming uh, on board after Brian Cody to be in a league final and still the supporters not entirely uh, happy with the performance it's a good place to be in <laughs> it certainly <laughs> is for final since 2008 as well um, which is a bit strange for ourselves I suppose the fact that maybe I won't say we haven't taken him seriously uh, going down through the years but certainly if we got there it was more like a bonus but Derek has certainly been pushing for to get to a final and bring these lads along on a journey I suppose you could say and for his first year involved with the team as well he wanted to lay down a marker and show that he's good enough to be there at the helm as well which we know he is but one player definitely stood out apart from Billy Drennan yesterday you know he did get player of the match Paddy Deegan's pass even for the goal to Mossy for the first one and it's not the first time he's done it he's certainly been a great addition to the forward line Ron yeah look uh, Paddy uh, what you get with Paddy Deegan is 200% every day you go out um, like every player there's plenty of people uh, there to praise you and plenty of people there to knock you and uh, Paddy like everybody and everyone that goes through it has his uh, supporters and his retractors he's in an unusual position for the Kilkenny team he plays there with his club O'Loughlin's but he's put me in a great shift as in it's a different in the modern game the way the game has gone the traditional six backs midfielders and six forwards that we're all used to over the years that's changing and changing rapidly um, and the, the the position is sense has changed so you're as I said it's all about movement and positions don't count for anything anymore and Paddy turns up on the half back lane turns up middle field turns up on the edge of the square but no matter who you are what you are when you're playing sport at a high level you have to be able to give 100% and work hard you do. and Paddy Deacon gives you that in abundance and that's what Derek Ling needs and wants Kilkenny wants and that's the change in, and uh, the way that's the way the modern forward has to be now he has to be yes he has to be clinical and yes he has to be ruthless but he has to also have to have a, a huge work ethic and Paddy Deegan has that and he was excellent along with a lot of the other experienced players Martin um, Conor Forty Huey Lauder 
a lot of the older players, the young lads were good. And as I said, look, we're not getting carried away by no means. Everyone that we spoke about yesterday played it was a very good performance. Um, but it comes with a warning because I'm not sure how much Cork in the end really wants to win it and how good our Cork. But we're in a league final. We'll know a lot more now when we play Limerick and we have a lot to look forward to but it's progress for sure and it's steady progress I suppose the fact that they played one another last year down in Parky Creef as well and it's a game that maybe Kilkenny could have won um, in the end and didn't it certainly turned the tide of the weekend albeit that maybe they didn't put Cork away in the end when you're coming up again the likes of Limerick which they are going to be doing now when you have your chances you're going to have to take them Ron or as Tipperary found out on Saturday evening they had chances they didn't take them and Limerick put them to bed fairly early in the second half yeah look it's no secret we all know at this stage that Limerick are the team to beat to play Tipperary the other night and as good as Tip were for 50 minutes and they were very good for 50 minutes well they're certainly good for 30 minutes or 35 minutes uh, Limerick just brought on a few of the, the more experienced players they have a depth in panel now they're after finding four or five new players in the last two years and certainly in the last 12 months so Limerick are the standard bearers now we all have to accept that and we have to try and reach that standard to beat them and we can and we will but to do that we need to have everybody and we won't have everybody um, in two weeks time we will still be short a number of players through injuries so we have to be patient we have to be realistic and understand that yes Limerick are the standard bearers we're not too bad the same as a lot of other teams but to take on Limerick and our prime, we have to have everybody at our disposal, and so does everyone else. But we're only talking about ourselves, Kenny. We have to have everyone at our disposal, and we won't have everyone at our, our disposal. But we'll have a lot of lads that want to make the Kenny Senior panel. We have a lot of lads that want to make the Kenny Senior uh, bench, and we have a lot of lads that want to make the Kenny Senior hurling team. So if you have that want and that desire, that gives you a great chance. But we will be up against it. We're not silly, um, and we are realistic. But to have everybody to beat Limerick, you need everybody. There was a good few uh, players back as well um, yesterday that would have played in the All Ireland final against Limerick last year, which is great, as you say. Still players missing. Were you talking to Derek afterwards? How soon back can them players come back? I mean, we know TJ is out, Adrian Mullen is still out as well. There's a, a couple of more fellas uh, to come in there. The Ballyhale boys, own Cody was missing, obviously, at the weekend. Killian Buckley picked up a knock. Um, Owen Murphy was great to see him back in goal yesterday as well but was there any indication of when those players will be back well no there's a lot of lads as you said Carrie Knox Killian Buckley Conor Delaney came on yesterday Richie Reid didn't play uh, they're just notable backs then you have, for, you have to think of the forwards of Ballyhale contingent TJ Adrian Mullen and Cody Billy Ryan Wally Welsh and there's I'm sure I'm leaving out someone but there's there's eight or nine very good players that um that um, were missing a lot of them have knocks long term Adrian Mullen is long term as in he's back running uh, he might be back in the next two weeks might be too early according to Derek TJ won't take any part in the league we believe and think at this stage so we certainly we won't know until the week until obviously the team is announced um, what kind of a team we'll have against Limerick but I, I suspect it'll be too early for about four or five players still so we might be down four or five of what we think might be the starting 15 but we don't know because as I said the Kikini team are in a league final with a lot of lads missing so a lot of lads are putting up their hands so it's a kind of unusual situation for Derek he's in a league final after using I think up to yesterday he had used up to 36 
players in the league and that's great to think that you can get to a league final using that number of players so it's a little bit confusing in so far as a lot of lads have done very well and we're in a league final and yet we think we have four or five lads still to come back into the team so far over the league games how do you feel that the league performances would have went for Derek like we can see that there is a couple of fellas that has put their hands up and they're going to claim a jersey or a, pa- a panel spot at least for the championship but would he be happy enough with what he's seen so far in the league and from what you're viewing of Derek has he taken the step up uh, into the shoes of Brian Cody which we all know no two men is the same but they're always going to be compared to one another because Cody was so successful well, first of all, he has to be happy because when he got the job, um, it was obviously a huge task uh, to be in a league final of a national competition. You can only win two national competitions. They all earned in the league. So it's a huge plus. And it's 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 a credit to the Derek. Any team of selectors, I keep... I, I sometimes, when they're talking about the management, we always mention Derek. But I think there's a team of selectors there that, uh, involved that to do a huge job. You know, and fitness med and medics. So I think it's the team, the Kenny management team, I'd rather speak about when they're talking about. So that Kenny yeah, management Yeah, very team true. Have been excellent. The medics, the physios, um, the fitness guys, Mikey uh, Butler, John Murphy, and then you put the selectors all together. So, look, they have to be happy. Of course they're happy. Um, they're in the league final. But there might be a little bit of confusion and worry insofar as we've got where we have we haven't been firing on all cylinders every day we've had lads coming and going and yet we don't know what the other opposition have been up to do they really want to win it have they been really trying has there been shadow boxing going on so that's the little downside because this year for, for some reason after what happened Watford last year in the league final uh, win and championship people have perceived that this league that there is a lot of ducking and diving going on and I don't think there was no, there was certainly no ducking and diving yesterday or the weekend before Tip and Limerick went out to win a game and Kilkenny and Cork both went out to win a game up to now that mightn't have been the case but no we'd have to be very happy as Kilkenny supporters to be in a league final but it comes with a warning it's only a league final there's a huge test to come and they'll be coming as we know fast and furious and one of those big tests will be the end of April when we play a Galway at home in Northern Park Yeah that probably or Derek will be gearing for that one no disrespect to any of the other counties mm. in Leinster but when you look at it I mean that is going to be the big one and that'll tell where we stand when it comes to the championship as well Adrian as always thank you very much for joining me here on Monday night's full time and for your insight and your knowledge and was great listening to yourself and Michael as well yesterday don't know whether you picked a nickname for him or yet as Shane was looking for but I'm sure before championship uh, that'll all fall into place no matter we'll find one for him for sure <laughs> exactly good man thanks for that okay. Ron thanks very much Martin thank you that was of course Adrian Ronnie Ronan there giving us the lowdown of the Alliance League semi-final against Cork yesterday well someone that was always listening to the scoreline to the commentaries to Brendan to Ronnie and myself is no longer with us and as you might have heard on the dead notices before he came over to myself here on full time that May Brophy uh, who was a very loyal listener to all of the commentaries and even to myself here on full time uh, with the last number of uh, weeks sadly passed away on a Saturday and we're thinking of uh, her family and May as well so just before I go to the ad break, um, we'll just remember May and may her gentle soul rest in peace. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Lahartsvolkswagen.ie 
your Monday night sports show, full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. Yes, welcome back into Full Time with myself, Martin Quilty here. And Donald from the newsroom has just been in contact with me that a Beagle dog has been lost around the Ashfield estate area. So if anybody comes across a Beagle, if you can get in contact with ourselves here in KCLR, either via text, WhatsApp, or you can ring in the station at one 800 and we will put you in contact with that person there as well. Right, I've been trying to get Brian Dowling on the phone but I can't get him at the minute so for the time being uh, we did have a camogie match on the weekend Kilkenny did beat Tipperary in the very camogie league round of five game and I caught up with Clare Feeling afterwards and this is what Clare had to say Clare Feeling, congratulations we won't be too worried whether the voice is good, bad or indifferent you'll just have to beat Tipperary in the National League Good day overall a good day, yeah. Very tough battle there. We knew it was going to be. And the pitch was kind of heavy as well. But look, a great game for us. Great test and for Tip as well, I think. Um, obviously, we're meeting him again later on in the year. So this will be completely forgotten about then. But look, we're happy with today. And it was a good win for us. Conditions were very tough out there, especially when that shower came there in the first mm. half as well. But she battled through it. It was nice though to get the game played. It would have been terrible to have to call the game off, you know. And now you have momentum going into the Leinster Championship, albeit you have a couple of weeks to prepare for it. But it's nice to have a win going forward into it. Ah, uh, definitely. Look, you always want to win, whatever, whatever the weather. And in fairness, Pintown let us play here. Yeah, it was tough conditions there in the first half when it starts to rain. But um, no, a great look for us. It was a great run out. Loads of girls got game. You could see again people who came on made the difference. I think in the end um, they dragged us through it, but it was a tough. Fast and we're just delighted to come out with a win How hard was it to pick yourselves and the team up after the defeat to Cork last weekend and to put in a performance like that today you know it was a huge improvement to last week not saying that you played bad but just Cork were better but you really tore into Tipperary today Yeah look without a doubt Cork were a far better team um, last weekend and it was look the day after or whatever we were down a bit I suppose but look it's early in the year yet like the lads have said us, and we know it's in us we showed it there today we just have to dig deep we've plenty of time to get get ready for championship now and that's always the main thing I suppose at the end of the day but um, it was it was great, great performance for us to come out and get a win today after that last weekend and the fact was Tipperary we know the rivalry that's there with the hurlers as well it's always nice to get a, a victory over the neighbours across the way yeah sure look um, there is a great rivalry there Camogie or Hurland whatever it is um, there's always going to be but they're a fantastic team unbelievable hurlers always are um, and they'll be disappointed I know but look like I said we're meeting them again later in the year so it'll be a clean slate for that um, yes we'll just look forward to that again I leave you get in out of the cold congratulations Perfect. thanks a million Martin Brian Dowlin, you can probably hear from the clip in the background, conditions were fairly tough for your game in Piltown at the weekend, but a very good performance put in by your team, beating Tipperary 14 points to 13. And while it was great to get the performance, it certainly had a, a downside effect on Tipperary because they now quali- or failed to qualify for the league final. So a very good performance by your team with a win- one-point victory over near neighbours Tipperary 
Yeah, look, conditions were tough, Martin, down there. Um, the pitch was very heavy, um, but look, we're very grateful to Hilltown for giving us the pitch on Saturday because, you know, a lot of pitches were closed around Kilkenny with the weather in the last few weeks. But um, look, we wanted to get a victory and put in a big performance um, after a disappointment against against Cork. So, you know, we knew it was our last league game and we kind of said, you know, before the game that we wouldn't have a match for a while. So we wanted to finish league on a high. It didn't really... You know, matter too much for us, I suppose, but we were just really conscious of getting a good performance and just finish the league on, on a high after, you know, a disappointing, disappointment, I suppose, over the last few weeks. And look, we did that, and the girls were kind of on a high on, on Saturday after it. And we can look forward now to the Leinster Championship and, you know, playing hard and, and, you know, everyone's in good spirits after getting a victory at the end. Exactly. This is the, the last league game for yourselves now at the weekend, and you have a couple of breaks now before the Leinster Championship start off. I suppose looking at the league and con trusting it to last year's fortunes Brian where you went in the league unbeaten this year three losses two wins things certainly didn't go your way for a lot of the league but how important was it to finish on that victory going into the Leinster Championship? Yeah, look, for the league, the different structures last year, like we didn't have many matches. We only had three matches last year and I don't think we've had any better last year, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we've probably played Cork last year and the conditions were absolutely horrendous down in, in Parky Cueve. But, um, you know, this year it was a very tough group, obviously, with the with the strongest teams in it from based on form or the last number of years in the league. And there was no recipe for, you know, taking the foot off the gas in any game. You had to go full throttle for every single game. And look, we, we suppose we were a little bit behind in our preparation this year than we would have been in, in other years and look I suppose we're looking at the, the bigger picture and hopefully things will work out in our favour but you know we want to have the girls f- firing all cylinders in the summer that's our plan all along and look we wanted to perform better in the league we didn't and you know we're missing a few players here and there and just need everybody back now and, and try to get everybody on the field and look I said it was important to win on, on Saturday because we had to lose on Saturday you know, we had a long time to, to think about it, whereas, you know, the Cork game, we only had six days and that was a good thing that we got to get the game out of our system straight away and I'm delighted that it wasn't the Cork game that we finished the league on because we'd all be disappointed for a few weeks then, so I think thankfully it was the, a victory that we got to finish on and we can go away now to the training pitch and train hard for Leinster Championship first. Yeah, it was great to get a, a couple of players back and like Billy Drennan has been doing with the hurlers, you have a fantastic free taker as well in Denise Gall and, you know, she's certainly vital to the team um, and her performance uh, at the weekend as well with those frees, those last two frees, especially the last one in particular to get the victory. I mean, I've said it before, she definitely has ice running through her veins because she's so cool stepping up to them and it just slotted straight over the crossbar to get the victory. I mean, it's great to have herself back because she was certainly missed against Cork yeah look since I've been involved I think Denise has missed too many games she missed one last year um, she was playing football in one and one but apart from that she, she plays every game you know and obviously to have, have her on the pitch she's a, she's a huge leader for us and all it has been for Kenny Camogie and she did it in, in many games in the past and last year's All-Ireland final scored a winning point and you know the, the point on Saturday again you know, wasn't an easy free it was a long distance and you know look again I don't think anyone ever doubts Denise when she stands over a ball I think you expect her to score it's a bit of a surprise when she doesn't and you know I think the, the bigger the pressure the more she seems to thrive off it so look we'd like to see it going over the bar it's just a I suppose a relief it would have took a draw maybe a few minutes to go there we weren't you know tipper after pushing ahead but that was delighted that the girls saw the character to come back because I suppose in other games we had purple patches but we just stopped playing and didn't finish off the job so I was happy that we were able to get the job done on, on Saturday you mentioned now the couple of weeks breaks and getting everybody back to train obviously you have injuries and have had done with a while great to get Kellyanne Doyle some game time during the league as well and to have her back but what's the latest on the rest of the injury updates or are you able to tell us 
Yeah, Aoife Dyer is progressing really well there now. She's back training uh, very hard for the last couple of weeks. Ray Chandler is doing great work with her there um, at training. So, look, we'll be hoping Aoife might play a part in the Leinster Championship all going well. Um, Katie Nolan was very close to, to, to featuring on Saturday. We just didn't want to risk her. Um, she's had a bad hamstring injury there, but Katie's nearly back as well. Um, Neve Dealey had a had an issue with her with her ankle there before the game. Again, if we look, if it was a championship, we probably would have risked her, but we didn't think it was worth the risk. Um, she's fine. And Laura Norris... Um, she had surgery on her hand there a couple of weeks ago, so she just had the pins out during the week. She's nearly back now. She'll probably be on her a couple of weeks uh, before she's in contact. And Michaela Keneally, unfortunately, broke her finger um, as well last week against Cork, and she needs an operation, so she'll be out for a few weeks, but hopefully be back for a championship. So, look, we have a, a lot of lot of injuries there, and we just need everybody back, especially after losing Ryan Welch, obviously, in the last couple of weeks as well, and like Samaria O'Connell going travelling. So, look, you're down a lot of players from last year, and, you know, we're after losing a lot of players the last number of years, so we, we, we need everybody but you know it was great to see the likes of Kiro Keith or Kira Fielding coming on you know Kiro Keith didn't probably play any minutes all year in the league and she performed really well in training during the week and you know she got a few minutes on Saturday and did really well so that's what you know the message to all the girls now is that place is up for grabs again now it's clean place from here and back to the training pitch and looking forward to the long evenings now and trying getting um, you know getting plenty hurling in the draws was obviously done as well for the senior championship as well um, earlier on during the week on Thursday uh, and you were drawn in group two with Dublin, Tipperary and Wexford. How do you think the draw went? Yeah, look, it's tough, I suppose. I mean, no matter what way it was going, it's going to be a tough draw. Um, there's no easy games, we know that for sure. Um, you have to be, you know, have to be playing at your best to beat everybody. And look, I suppose you could end up top of your group and you could still get Carter Galway in a quarter final. So you could be very unlucky or lucky in a draw. So look, we're just going to, we're going to treat the, all three games seriously. And, you know, we have to get ourselves right with folks on ourselves now and, and try to get the absolute best out of ourselves. We said, look, we're going to look at the Leinster Championship first. Um, you know, we really target that last year and kind of build up momentum so look we have a chance hopefully of two games in Leinster and um, you know a couple of weeks training then again after that and hopefully that will give us momentum on the way into the championship Well well done on the brilliant performance over the weekend the league is done and dusted uh, give you plenty of time now to focus on the Leinster championship coming up and no doubt we'll be following you but uh, thanks a million as always Brian for giving us your time uh, and uh, it's always gracious and I really appreciate it so the best of luck going forward in the Leinster Championship and the Championship as well no problem thanks very much perfect good man that was Brian Dowling there uh, the Kilkenny Senior Camogie Manager and if you just bear with me for one second we're going to try and get Willie Quinlan on the phone line because Willie is going to be chatting to us about Carlo Camogie and I did try him a short time ago and he didn't pick up so he's there Oh, right. Okay. Willie is there. Is Nicole getting him? She is. One sec. Okay. Grand. Well, while Nicole is picking up Willie Quinlan then, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a quick rundown on the other sports. So, in Camogie news, we have uh, Kilkenny got back to winning ways in round three of the Electric Ireland Minor A Championship with victory over Waterford, while Kilkenny Intermediates lost out to Cork by eight points, but Tipperary's win over Wexford sees Kilkenny and Cork play in this year's league final in the 
2B League final. Carlo had an emphatic win over Kildare in the Division 3A League semi-final and will now play Armagh in the Division 3A decider on the 8th of April while Carlo Miners lost out to Roscommon in Round 3 of the Electric Ireland Minor B Championship and next up for them is Leash next week end in rugby news as you heard earlier Tullow Rugby Club are celebrating after winning the 1B Leinster League and they move up at the division there was no joy however for the Kilkenny Rugby Women's 11 who bowed out of the Paul Cusick Cup after defeat to Wicklow at the weekend and in Athletics news Kilkenny City Harriers Owen Everard sealed a world 3000 metre gold on the opening day of this year's Masters Championships in Poland so well done to Owen and all the gang out there right Mr Quinlan are you there now Willie how are you this evening I am indeed how are you Martin I am all good thank you Nicole thank you very much for that I don't know what we'd do without Nicole Olivario outside looking after us all and keeping us all on the straight and narrow Willie you were in Chadwick's Wexford Park on Saturday with Brendan for the final league game of the Alliance Division 4 football champ or football league I should say uh, and it was a good performance but again we're speaking about another loss Wexford coming away with the victory but that's it now all of the league games are done and dusted time to put it all to bed and start to prepare for the championship yeah two weeks away from Wicklow and Ockram and uh, I suppose a good performance in parts but again we're kind of the same old same old we're relying on Darrell Foley seven points from freeze and uh, Colin Hulton got two Ross Dunphy got two but after that we're kind of struggling to get the scores and Wexford probably just about deserved winners got a goal a late goal at the end probably took the gloss off it for for Carlo because they certainly weren't six six points the better team uh, slightly shaded probably two or three points the better team but uh, good performance in you know in patches they worked really really hard but just cannot cannot get those scores that we need uh, that we talk about 16 17 points our average has been 12 possibly 11 or 12 in most of the games and it's just not going to win games at any level inter-county uh, Martin you need to be getting up to 16 or 17 115 116 to, to win most games and uh, we're just struggling in that department and I know you're not a magician but I mean what can Carlo do to try and get the scores up for themselves because I mean they're at the finishing sixth in the table they had two wins this year out of all the matches put five points only on the table and it was only Waterford and London that was below them in the league table as well so uh, what can they do now going forward in the championship and how much can Niall Carew instill a bit of confidence into these players going into the championship? Well, definitely. We're, we're after correcting because I'm just looking at my notes here. The Whites, we had three Whites in the whole game. Now, normally that would be up around uh, nine or ten Whites. So we're after cutting that down. Um, our, well, a little bit of indiscipline at the end of the game, which got us two black cards. Uh, Shawnee Bambrick got one. Ross Tumphy got one. So it's supposed it's to keep the team, keep the fifteen on the field, keep the discipline, um, keep working really hard. It's, it's, that's exactly what they're doing. They're a young bunch of guys. That they're you know they're all with it with it together. The one thing I'd like to see is every time we kick the ball in long to Dara Ford, he seems to be in on his own. Ross Dumphy in on his own. So it's, just, it's something that we're dragging out players and we're leaving one inside. Now when the ball is kicked in and you have two or three backs around, it's very difficult even if you do win the ball to get anything because players are just. Uh, swamp you they'll turn over the ball or you'll overplay it and it's uh, the need to get two or three you know when you're going to launch high balls in there uh, I would say likes of Dara Foley's in there Ross Dumpy needs to be in beside him Colin Holton to, to feed off and to get the break so 
you know they are they are defending well, defending in numbers, but it's that transition between defence and attack that we're a little bit slower to get men up the field into the full forward line to to kind of uh, get get the scores or feed off each other. But it's all about hard work. It's all about getting that confidence in the team. We have two weeks away at Wicklow. Remember, Wicklow were promoted yesterday. They had a, a good win against Waterford and. Uh, they hadn't they pipped leash to the, the decider as well on the head to head because it's yeah, Sligo and Wicklow go through now that, that's right so Sligo and Wicklow are, are promoted so Wicklow will be full of confidence going into the championship they'll, they'll, obviously Ushin McConville is a a, a big uh, help to them this year you know a high profile man in the GAA won in All-Ireland with Armagh a few years ago so he's after bringing them to the next step if, if you can think back to the first league match we drew with them and could have beat them but Wicklow went the opposite way. They went uh, up the ladder and we just kind of stayed stagnant. We did beat London and beat Waterford and uh, our our draw was with Wicklow. That's our five points. But Wicklow turned over Leash and turned over Leitrim and they were two big wins and probably got them promoted at the end of the day. I'm probably going to get killed for doing something like this but uh, we get paid to ask the hard questions and I'm going to have to ask this one as well. Wicklow is obviously first up in the championship and I know I heard Niall's interview afterwards that he would rather do well in the championship than to get promoted from the division four. Wicklow is a tough opposition and if they lose to Wicklow they go into the Talton Cup. Now my question is if they win the game against Lake or Wicklow and go into the quarter final, does the quarter finalist then go into the Talton Cup as well? Or is it a fact that Carlo might be better off playing in the Talton Cup and having a good run at that and potentially going far in it rather than going to the next round in the Leinster Championship and maybe coming up against the likes of Meath or Dublin or some of them and maybe getting hammered off the field? Yeah, well, first of all, your first question about, about the league, I'd rather get promoted than, and be up in the Division 3 and kind of stay there for a couple of years and you know get that hardness and that physical strength and power that you need to, to stay in Division 3 because um, you're playing against better teams. You, you, have to, you have to either improve or you will come back down. So... Definitely, I, I would prefer to be promoted than have a, a massive. Let, let's be honest, I can't see anybody outside of Dublin winning Leinster. So I can't see the likes of the Carlos, the Wicklows, the Leashes, the Westmeads. I can't see any of them touching Dublin at the minute. They're they're on the way back. They've, they've seen yesterday, Cluxton is back. He was tugged out there yesterday. They've Jack McCaffrey, um, you know, they've, they've Mannion. They're, they're, they're players that are coming back. And these are all players with six and seven All-Ireland. So there's no one in Leinster going to, going to touch Dublin. So I think you'd be better off in the Talchin Cup getting a, a really good run in it. Possibly, we'll see how far you can go in it. It was a great competition for them last year. To, you know, they had the beat Tipperary there in the first round and were unlucky to Westmead. Westmead went on to win it, beating Cavan in the final. So I think that's where we are at the minute. You know, that's that's. I know everybody has a dream that you want to push on and try and get into a Leinster final, try and win a Leinster final. But for the weaker, for the weaker t- counties, it just seems a long, long way off, and especially for a Division Four team. So, Carlo need to maybe uh, a good performance against Wicklow, maybe go into the Talchin Cup, win a couple of games in it, and who knows what you can take over. You win one or two games, a little bit of confidence, a little bit of luck, and could could end up in a final. And uh, that would be our our All Ireland, as we say, 
uh, for Carlo because we're a long, long way from winning a Leinster and All-Ireland as, as we speak, Martin. Yeah, well, there's not too long to, to come away, but I mean, we all have to be realistic as well, you know, in terms of what a county can do and we would all love to see the hype that we had a couple of years ago where Carlo did beat Kildare in a, a Leinster Championship game and progress on the way, but, uh, you know, just the way things the league have gone this year, I don't know, maybe I just can't see that happening at the minute and as you say, a couple of good results in the Charlton Cup and a good run in it could certainly do the players confidence the world of good going forward Willie not long to go on that I think it's the 9th of April is the game against uh, Wicklow in the first round of the Leinster Championship no doubt yourself and I'm assuming Mr Hennessy will be in uh, commentary duty for that one uh, and you know, you never know I'm sure I'll probably be chatting to you again on that Monday anyway and one way or another we'll either be preparing for a Leinster quarter final or we'll be talking about Carlo being in the Talton Cup but as always thank you very much for joining me on full time again this evening Thanks, Martin. Thank you very much. Perfect. Good man. That was Willie Quinlan there having a chat to us about Carlo football as well. Right, before I do my sports roundup, because I don't know whether I'm going to get it done in time for the news, I'm going to try and rush through it as much as I can. Over my right-hand shoulder in the very nice Studio 2 there again this evening is Shannon Redmond and the SETU Carlo students, and they are getting ready to join you from 7 to 8, and Shannon will be talking to the students about Irish music Music Month and their favourite Irish artist so that is certainly one to look out for and then later on I did say he was coming to full time but it's not Owen Carey will be here far fully loaded from 8 to 10 as well so plenty more music and action coming so make sure you stay tuned right our sports roundup we're going to start with soccer and in the LFA O'Neill's Junior Cup results Hardwick FC 3 Evergreen FC 2 that was after extra time Freebooters AFC 2 Ferns United Nil. Trim Celtic 2, New Oak Boys 0. The Kilkenny soccer results, Emerald Tiles Junior Division 3 League was River Rangers B1, Spa United 1. In the St. Canis's Credit Union Women's League, Evergreen 0, Mill Celtic 4. Thomastown United 4, Vale Wanderers 1. East End United 4, Lions 2. In the KCLR-sponsored McCalment Cup, it was Castle Warren Celtic 0, Callan United 1. Lions AFC 1, Clover United 5. Ormond Villa 1, Bridge United 3. River Rangers A1, Highview Celtic 4. St. Hannes's 1, Dean Celtic 2. In the Carlo soccer results in the Nationalist Premier Division, St. Patrick Boys 0, Cretillard United 1. Parkville United 3, Vale Wanderers 1. In the Tully's Travel Division, Slaney Rovers 3, Round Towers Rovers 1. Mill Celtic 2, Dolman Celtic 1. Parkville United B2, Cretillard United B2. In the Whites Pharmacy Division Cup, Burren Celtic 0, Vale Wanderers B2. Nurney Villa 2, New Oak Boys B4. Castle Rangers 1, St. Felix 4. Collection FC B3, Bolton Glass 2. And in the Paul Kerwin Memorial Youths Cup Division 1, it was Ballymurphy Celtic 3, St. Joseph's 0. In the Youths Division 2 Cup, it was Burren Celtic 2 and Hanover Harps 1, Vale Wanderers 3 and St. Patrick's Boys 2. 
So that brings us pretty much to the end of this evening's show here on Full Time. As I said, don't forget, keep tuned to Shannon Redmond and the students from SETU. They will be with you from 7 to 8. And keep an eye out on all of the rest of the weekend for all of the sports that is coming your way. We will probably have minor uh, championship involving Kilkenny as well at the weekend, but you'll be getting details of that tomorrow. Um, And lots more with Carlo Coming up as well with the football uh, and the hurling with the Joe McDonough Cup that is going to be starting on the 8th of this month as well. So, just checking out, have we any more texts? No. Don't forget that Stray Doc uh, as well that uh, Donald was on to us about the Beagle in the Ashfield Estate that if anyone does come across him, don't forget, get in contact with ourselves here. Right, that's about it from myself on Full Time. It is time to go and until next Monday, we will be back with you. Stay safe, enjoy your sports and talk to you next Monday. Bye. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Skoda.